Central Russian and Belarusian Здравствуйте! Добрый день! Good afternoon! My name is Sofia and this is the third special episode about Slavic huts. In our previous episode we've discussed what is Izba and its origin and today we will have an excursion around and in this building. Are you excited? Follow me! By the way, do you remember what does the word Izba mean? Write your answers in the comments below any of our YouTube video lesson and win one free Russian or Belarusian group lesson in Skype. Great! Today we will discover five main parts of the Russian Izba. The first one is Krylco, a porch in English. The second is Seni, a canopy. The third is Pichnoi Ugal, which is a stove corner, the fourth is Krasny Ugal, the red corner, and the fifth is Murskoy Ugal, a men's corner. First of all, let's start from the history of the creation of the Russian Izba. In Russian history will be Istoria, and in Belarusian it will be Istoria. So, let's speak about Istoria создания Ruskoy Izby. For many centuries the architecture of a wooden peasant house didn't change. It combined all the functions necessary for the life of a peasant family. Izba fulfilled all its main purposes. It had a roof, kept heat and served as a place to sleep. The Russian hut was always present in the works of writers and poets. With love for Russia and for its people, Mikhail Yurievich Lermontov in his poem Borodino writes С отрадой, многим незнакомой, я вижу полное гувно, Избу, покрытую соломой, с резными ставнями окно. Do you remember the language equivalents of the Russian and Belarusian? Which one, Italian or Spanish word pronunciation resembles Russian? Check yourself in our quiz. If you would like to get the access to our extra materials and quizzes, you can join our WhatsApp group channel. Let's continue. Until the 10th century, Russian hearts were built only from wood. The foundation of the future housing was made of tree logs, which partially deepened into the ground to make the construction more reliable and durable. Then the base of the hut was completed. There were no doors or windows at the base. Instead of doors were holes up to one meter high. A stone hearth was located in the room, but since the chimney was also missing, all the smoke went out through the entrance hole. Originally, the floors in the room were earthen, but over time people began to lay wooden boards. Gradually the houses improved, and as a result there appeared that kind of Russian hut which is familiar to us with windows, a door and a stove. What concerns exterior and interior decoration, which means ubranstva, 
In Belarusian decoration will be ubranie, in Russian decoration will be ubranstvo. So, внутреннее и внешнее убранство избы. The Slavic izba had only one room, which the owners divided into several parts. An obligatory part of the hut was the stove corner, separated by a curtain. The men and women recreation areas were also separated. All corners in the house were lined up in accordance with the cardinal directions, and the most important among them was the eastern corner. The red corner in other words. Here a family organized an iconostasis. Thus, the icons were the first thing guests should pay attention to after entering the house. The layout and interior decoration of the house were created over the years. Nowadays, you will find only a few traditional huts in some regions. So, the first thing you see before entering the hut is a крыльцо – porch. And in Belarusian крыльцо will be a hanak. That is why hanak was always under attention of the owners. It was carefully thought out. The artistic taste, centuries-old traditions and ingenuity were the main components in its construction. It was the porch that connected the hut with the street and was on view for all passers-by. Traditionally, in the evenings, the whole family and neighbors gathered on the крыльцо to sing song and dance. As we went up to the porch, let's enter in сени – canopy. Сени will be the same in Russian and in Belarusian. It is a room that was built in order to separate the living area from the street and retain heat in the house. The word сени comes from the old Slavonic сень, which means protection, cover or shelter. Сени prevented cold air from entering the house. A high threshold was built in order to separate the canopy and the heated area. Сени was used as a place to store necessary utensils, warm clothes and food. Come in! Now we are in Izba. The entire life of a Russian Izba revolved around the stove, which means печь in Russian and perch in Belarusian. The stove was used not only for cooking and heating, but also for sleeping and washing. Niches for various utensils were installed in the walls of the oven. Pech was the main element of the house in a traditional Russian izba. It was placed in the main area, to the right or left of the entrance. We spoke about pech, now we will speak about a stove corner, which means pechnoy ugel in Russian or pechkovy kut in Belarusian. The stove corner, or it is also called woman's corner, is an important space in a woman's life, which performed a number of functions. It was separated by a curtain, sometimes a wooden partition, and the corner served to store all kitchen utensils. Housewives washed and dried things, prepared food and treated children there. In the woman's corner, the girls were waiting for the groom on their wedding day. 
In those days, almost every woman was engaged in needlework, so the most convenient place for privacy was the Pechkovikut. It was categorically forbidden for men to come here, even from their own family. Moreover, it was considered a great insult to all the owners of the house if a stranger comes behind a curtain into the Pichnoi Ugal. Then goes a man's corner, which means Mushskoi Ugal or in Belarusian Mushchinsky Kut, and in other words it is called Konik. Let's discover why. The man's corner was always located to the right of the entrance. In this place there was a white bench, fenced on both sides with wooden boards. The boards were cut in the shape of a horse head. That is why the male corner received its second name – konik, because in Russian konik means a horse, and konik means a little pony. Under the bench, men stored their tools and different items needed for construction and other men's work. In the konik, men repaired shoes and kitchen utensils, and also wove baskets from wicker. All guests who came to the host for a short time could sit on the bench in the men's corner. And most importantly, Murskoy Ugal for men was a place to sleep and rest. Then goes Chervony Kut, or in Russian Krasny Ugal, a red corner. Krasny Ugal is considered sacred, the brightest and most important place in the Russian Izba. The corner was always kept completely clean. Icons and embroidered towels always hung here. The most important icons were considered to be those of the Savior and the Mother of God. A large table was always placed in the Krasny Ugal and food was eaten. If you arrive today in any Russian village, you will notice that a large number of houses are very similar to each other. They are the end result of the development of the traditional Russian izba. But despite their similarity, each house still remains unique due to its individual design. Super! And now, do you want to see our Slavic huts in real life? Now we will go on a trip to the Russian and Belarusian villages. By the by, how many must-see Russian and Belarusian villages from the previous episode can you name? Write the answer below the episode about Russian countryside on our YouTube channel. Link to our channel is in the description. And get a prize! A presentation with photos and names of all the Russian and Belarusian huts and villages from this and the previous episode. The first five supporters will also get a special discount on our first month membership program. Great! Let's discover 10 more villages with gorgeous landscapes and unique huts. Готовы? Some villages are touristic and some are not. That will give you an opportunity to choose and to immerse into the atmosphere of village life, communicate with locals and just enjoy your time here. So, we will start from Russia. The first one is Yelova, Perm region. 
an ecologically clean village located on the banks of the Kamo River. Yelova was first mentioned in 1646 as a pachinok on Yelova. Pachinok in Russian means a small new village. Pasiolak. From our previous episode, you can remember words pasiolak, hutar, dacha, silo. What do they mean? Do you remember? In Perm, there is a church in the honor of Peter and Paul, built at the end of the 19th and beginning of the 20th century. Yelova in Russia amazes all guests not only with its magnificent natural landscapes, but also with its amenities. There is an asphalt, pedestrian paths, flower beds and playgrounds. The second is Kinema, Karelia. Kinema is located in the Prazhensky region of Karelia and was awarded the title of the most beautiful village in Russia. There are 17 houses in the settlement, 10 of them are considered architectural monuments. All the buildings here are built in a circle, in the center of which there is a 250-year-old chapel and an old cemetery. And of course, there are all the attributes of a village. A well with ice water, bathhouses, a barn with a souvenir shop, as well as a restored traditional peasant house. In Kinema, there is also a mini hotel, stylized for the old times and furnished with antiques. The third one is Vyatska, Yaroslavl region. The village of Vyatska received the title of the most beautiful village in 2015. The village of Vyatska is actively developing in the tourism sector. There are already 10 museums in Vyatska. The houses here were built in the 18th and 19th century. They once belonged to a merchant. There are 30 monuments of cultural and historical heritage here. Travelers love this place. Number 4 is Memorial Historical Literary and Natural Landscape Museum Reserve of an Alexander Sergeyevich Pushkin, Mikhailovskaya. Mikhailovskaya founded in 1922. This is the place where Alexander Sergeyevich lived, worked and took a break from the bustle of the city. During Pushkin's stay at Mikhailovskaya, he wrote many of his works. The museum contains a number of interesting objects. The Trigorskaya, Petrovskaya, Mikhailovskaya estates, memorial parks, the Pushkin Village Museum, the Mill Museum and much more. I visited this magnificent place. A huge territory with a forest, a field, an old house where Alexander Sergeyevich lived, as well as his museum estate. Thousands of tourists visit this place every year. The forests fascinate with their beauty. Here not a single person will remain indifferent and will emphasize something useful for themselves. If you would like to visit this or other villages, I will be glad to send you the link to this place or their website. You are welcome to write on our mail natural.russandbell at gmail.com the fifth one is Vershinina, Arkhangelsk region. Vershinina is a traditional village of the Russian north. 
It is famous for its unique and perfectly preserved architecture of the 17th and 18th centuries. And the sixth one in Russia, I will recommend you the Museum of Wooden Architecture in Suzdal, Russia. Here you will see 18 wooden buildings of the 18th and 19th centuries, cut down with an axe by Russian carpenters and built almost without a nail. The Museum of Wooden Architecture and Peasant Life is an entire open-air museum complex where you will find unique religious and residential wooden buildings of the 18th and 19th centuries. They are brought from various parts of the Vladimir region. The museum was created in the 1960s and 1970s according to the design of the architect Valery Mikhailovich Anisimov. It represents a stylized rural street with churches, houses and outbuildings. It is located on the banks of the Kaminka river, on the outskirts of the Suzdal. On this place once stood the oldest in Suzdal Dmitrievsky monastery of 11th century. The Museum of Wooden Architecture gives an idea not only of the rural architecture of the Vladimir region, but about the life of Russian peasants of past centuries. The museum reproduces the furnishings of the house of those years. Here you can see, for example, a one-story peasant house with wonderful carvings above the windows built in 19th century. Through the covered courtyard, you can enter an unheated cell, which served both as a storage room for storing property, some food supplies, and as an additional living space in the summer. In smaller, warmer half of the house, there is a typical furnishings – a red or krasny ugel with icons, a Russian pitch with a stove bench, a dining table, and benches. Great! Now we will go to Belarus. Place number 7 I recommend you to visit is Prudniki, Vitebsk region. Prudniki is notable for its waterfall located 1 km from the village on the Vyata river and it is called the largest and the noisiest in Belarus. The sound of falling water can be heard 1 km away. The height of the cascade reaches 10 meters. The waterfall is artificial. It arose at the beginning of the 20th century, when a cardboard factory existed here. Then a dam was built on the Vyata river, and this dam generated electricity for this enterprise. And then dam created this artificial waterfall. Later a mill was built here. Mill existed here until the mid-20th century. Near the village there is a hill fort and a settlement. The eighth one is Perirov village, Zhitkovitsky district, Gomel region. The settlement discovered by archaeologists indicates that these places have been inhabited since ancient times. In the Perirov village there was one of the Turov crosses, made of stone dating back to the time of the adoption of Christianity. According to written sources, the village has been known since the 15th century as a village in the Troka Vivatship of the Grand Duchy of Lithuania. 
and since 1565 it was known as a village in the Pink's Pavet of Berestay Vivatship and was the property of the gentry. The village is located on the banks of the Pripet River. Locals love fishing here. The ninth is Dobroslavka, Pinsk district, Brest region. The village has long been the property of the trutsky lubetsky princesses, with whose funds the Trinity Church was built in 1758. Many people call the Trinity Church in the Dobroslavka the narrowest of all Belarusians. The width of the apse is 3.4 meters, the main volume is 6.9 meters, and of the narthex is 5.7 meters. In the 19th century, the village was the center of the Volost of Pinsk district. And number 10. Village Nikolaevshina, Stalpsovsky district, Minsk region. The village is located on the banks of the Nyoman River, one of the most famous rivers in Belarus. Famous Belarusian political and public figures as well as Belarusian writers lived in Nikolaevshina. One of these people was the Belarusian writer, poet and translator Konstantin Mikhailovich Mitskevich, known under the pseudonym of Jakub Kolos. Jakub Kolos lived in several places throughout his life, not far from the village of Nikolaevshina. Thus, in 1972, the Nikolaevshina Memorial Complex was created on the territory of the Stolpsovsky district. Dedicated to the life of the writer, the complex unites four estates. In Russian, estate will be Usadba, in Belarusian, Sadiba. The first Usadba is a memorial estate at Kinchitsi. Here, Jakub Kolos was born. Then goes an estate Smolnya, the former home of the Mitskevich family. Then goes memorial estate Lastak. Here Jakub Kolos spent his early childhood and the Usadba Albut, where Jakub Kolos wrote his first poem. These Usadby are located within a radius of 5 km from each other. Here you can get acquainted not only with village life, houses, nature, but also learn a lot of interesting things about the life of the famous founder of the Belarusian language and literature, Jakub Kolos. Tsudona, great! What parts of Izba can you name? What villages from our list would you like to visit? What facts were the most catching for you in this episode? You are welcome to share your thoughts in our Natural Russian and Belarusian Facebook group. All the information and links are in the comments below this episode. If you want to speak Russian or Belarusian in a natural way, go to our page on buymeacoffee.com, choose the appropriate course for you and get the access to the full video lesson course in our Natural Russian and Belarusian YouTube channel, special group chat, extra materials and many other useful resources. By the by, the episode about Russian and Belarusian words and alphabet is now available on our YouTube channel. You'll find extra material, quizzes and tasks in our WhatsApp channel. Великолепно! До новых встреч! До встречи! See you!
Моя родная вёсочка у лесе, Где стоводзя у припынены бег, Мне становится у городе тесно, Коли я вспоминаю тебе. У хвилины сардечных маленьев За бачков и за родный порог Я так само прошу пробачения, Что тебе на земле не сберог. Мы в житёвых, завилистых стромах Гэтак марно расходуем век, Тут же я по-соправдному дома. Только тут соправды человек. Моя родная весочка у лесе, Тут с того дел припыненный бег, Мне завжды будет в городе тесно, Покуль память люляется. Thank <laughs> you.